Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Science of Discoculia in the Classroom, apps for dyslexia and dyscalculia, Calcularis, a great tool for students with dyscalculia, learning disabilities are not the same as learning problems, and how do you pronounce dyscalculia? This is our podcast for week 34 in 2023. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services. She's stepping in this week to help us look at the links that we provide on our website, discoculiaheadlines.com. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, I'm always happy to participate. Yeah, I'm always very happy with your reviews and your insights on our links that we have uh, assembled over the week. Now, the first one is about science of dyscalculia in the classroom. That sounds important. Yes, yes. And this comes from a website with a very funny name. It's called The Purple Giraffe. The Purple Giraffe? Yes. It's a strange name. Yeah. Well, they have developed a great list with signs in the classroom that a child may have uh, dyscalculia. Now, the list has about 20 items. Okay. And then they also give some tips for teachers who expect... Um, suspect that a child has dyscalculia. And uh, one of the signs they list that is not so well known is this one. The reasons that um, the student reasons aloud and talks himself through the question to keep the ideas in mind. Otherwise, he forgets it. So they're like, they're like, while they're doing a problem, they're just reciting it sort of in the... Right, right, right. Okay, and bother everybody around them. Yeah. Now, many teachers would just ask them to shut up. Right. And, and do it in their head. But it is a sign yeah. of an issue that they have, and it may need follow-up. So, uh, also mentioned are uh, processing of uh, visual items that can be an issue, and... Uh, Difficulty with sequential memory. Right. Now, which is the best advice you can give teachers uh, is, please uh, don't have, don't think you have to solve this on your own. Do some follow-up. Uh, when you notice any signs, you right. do not have to tackle this on your own, but you can refer the child and the parents to someone who can actually do a diagnostic assessment and then work with the report that you get back to implement the accommodations and recommendations that, uh, that yeah, are in there. That sounds like the best course of action for the teachers. They don't need to be, uh, you know, the specialist on everything. Now, the next link is about apps for dyslexia and dyscalculia. What can we learn here? Yeah, here is a page full of interesting uh, apps uh, for both uh, dyslexia and other learning disability, also for uh, organization, organizational skills. And it comes from the website uh, whizcase.com. And they may earn something when you click on the links, oh, obviously. Okay. Right. But yeah, um, kickbacks there. <laughs> yeah, the, the apps look good. <laughs> and they certainly put, did put a lot of, of work into it. So, so thank you, Whizcase. It's always good to bear in mind that there are many, many math apps. But not all of them are great for students with dyscalculia. Right. So you need to pay attention and know what to look for when evaluating or recommending uh, an app for a student with dyscalculia. Right. Now, um, for an app to be effective 
for that, uh, I always look at a few things. First of all, what does my student need to learn now? Yeah. And then, does the app emphasize conceptual understanding? Or is it only fast shooter, uh, road memory, um, okay. basic math facts? Then there should be a balance between entertainment and learning. Then how busy is the screen? Because many of our kids also have a little bit of, yeah. um, of uh, attention issues or they get overwhelmed. And how many ads? Because that can really be distracting. What I think is also very important is to look at how are mistakes handled. Uh, do the student get a second uh, chance to, to think again? And if it doesn't work out, uh, does he get any help? Or is there just an, an annoying buzzer? Uh, yeah. It was wrong. <laughs> it would definitely help if there's a reward for getting things right. Right. And uh, do you as adult or uh, teacher actually see, um, yeah. see the Can results? Yeah, you monitor their activity. Right, right. So one of the things that uh, I noticed is the ModMath um, app. And that might be very uh, handy for people who have difficulties with handwriting because it, uh, the numbers go on the screen, they're neatly aligned, okay. and, and that works. So you type it in yourself, but um, the structure is uh, given by the app. Okay. And there's another one. It says um, Dexteria Dots um, from uh, Binary Labs, and they have uh, many more uh, things. It's uh, only in the Apple Store. Um, but it's it's very simple, and um, you put numbers together to make um, a little bit larger numbers, but it starts really, really easy instead of uh, a lot of those apps that already uh, suppose that you have Assume basic knowledge. Here you can yeah, just right. start from scratch. Okay, that's good, good to know. Now, the next link is about Calcularis. Is that one of your favorite apps? Well, it's, it's not uh, so much an app. It's a complete uh, program, but okay. absolutely, it's one of our favorites. And Calcularis has been around for some years. They, uh, they offer this great program. It was designed in Switzerland specifically for students with dyscalculia, although they now also have an option for dyslexia. Now, their company has been bought a few years ago, but um, as recent as last week, we talked with them and the original team is still in place. Now, as I do all my remediations online um, these days, I frequently use Calcularis and I also recommend it to parents to do it with their children on uh, days uh, that they don't have an in-person lesson with oh, me right. to, to practice. So they can keep up the, uh, the right. momentum. All right. Yeah. And uh, it, it focuses on truly understanding the number line with, with very clear uh, visuals. The, there's a design that, that helps students to see uh, how the number line works. And they also develop automaticity with that, with larger number all the way up to 1,000. So I have to say, for some students who have a very slow uh, reaction time, it might be harder to get ahead because uh, a lot of the activities are, are timed. Right, right, um, right, right. Okay, okay. 
Now, our next link says learning disabilities are not the same as learning problems. Can you explain that? Absolutely. Um, it's important to call the things by what they are. And Learning Disabilities Association of America came out with this caution that learning disabilities should not be confused with learning problems. The latter can result from a variety of things, visual uh, difficulties, uh, hearing problems, motor impairments, maybe an intellectual handicap, emotional distress, or also external uh, disadvantages. I, I just want to mention uh, poverty or, or malnutrition, kids that arrive in school without a breakfast. So a learning disability is inborn. So they are the result of the brains uh, that are there at birth. Um, and they are differently organized, differently structured than the brains of other people. Or it can also uh, happen as a result of an accident. Now, some people can get easily confused, but there are different resources and different approaches in how to, um, how to help uh, people who have this. Okay. Well, that sounds like uh, good advice from the, uh, from the uh, yeah. Learning Disabilities Association, because huh? you could easily uh, confuse those, uh, those yeah, things. Yeah, they might have some of the same symptoms, right. but they originate from right. a different source. And there's also a different solution. And then them. there's yeah. a different approach for intervention. Right. Well, it brings us to our last link, and it's a funny one. How do you pronounce dyscoculia? Yeah. Yes, well, we say it as we say it, dyscoculia. And uh, actually, uh, with my Dutch accent, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Um, the good people from Audio Digital uh, have gone out and assembled a few sources where people pronounce it. Good to listen to. Now, in, in my view, it's not the most important thing, though. Many people get confused these days as the DSM, huh? the large list of... Um, diseases uh -huh. and uh, issues has deleted the word dyscalculia and dyslexia from their book. Oh, that's right. A couple of years ago. Huh? Right. And now people tell us that their psychologist has come up um, with a diagnosis of a learning disability in the area of math, but did not mention that it's dyscalculia. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so we can test a student for dyscalculia and then we have to explain uh, that they already have the diagnosis right there. But the psychologist just um, stuck to the recommendations from their book, how, the to, DSM book, how right. to name how to it. Okay. So okay. A, a clear description of what you mean by it, that is right. the, the main thing. Right. Anyway, I, I digress. Um but about the pronunciation, I wish we had recorded all calls we get, and I'm sure we could play back a dozen different ways that we have heard people say dyscalculia and um, ask information about it. Now, it doesn't matter. Important is that they have recognized it and they are active in pursuing solutions for it. That is right. That and then it doesn't matter how you call it. Yeah, more right known track. out there in Very both good. with the general public and with all the teachers and counselors. Definitely. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights this week. Hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com. You can follow her on the web. Uh, she's on uh, Twitter. She's on uh, on Facebook. 
And, uh, and, and she's not that active, but she does have uh, books on Pinterest and Flipboard as well. And she runs five free webinars every workday of the year. And you can sign up for those at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.